Welcome to Sugar We're Going Down Podcasting, a Fallout Boy podcast where we go track by random ass track until we die. My name is Caitlin, and joining me until we die is Joe. Hello, my name is Joe. Caitlin, I've made a terrible discovery. Oh no. I was looking at the cover of this record. Uh-huh. Take this to your grave. Uh-huh. And I I think I'm I'm posting a, a, a zoomed in picture for you in our in our Discord chat here. Oh good. I think Pete Wentz might be wearing a watch that is the face of Jack Skellington. <laughs> oh, it is. It definitely is. Those, those eye shapes are just a little too exactly the face of Jack Skellington. Yeah, no, that is Jack Skellington. I would bet my life that that is Jack Skellington. Anyways, that was my whole terrible discovery. Welcome to the show. Hello. We're talking about, uh, as Joe mentioned, take this to your grave. We're back. We're back. Uh, this is the patron saint of liars and fakes. Mm-hmm. This is the closing track on the record. Unless you count, I mean, Genius.com, please don't sponsor us, uh, lists their cover of Roxanne. I, that's not on Spotify on this record, so sounds fake. But mm-hmm. they've released Roxanne, I think, a couple different places. But it's an okay cover. Consider that our in-depth review. <laughs> Yeah. They didn't write it, so. How do you feel about the music, Joe? Fucking slaps. All-time banger. Top ten. Yeah, agree. Big agree. One of, like, the best chorus they've ever written, maybe, sonically. (laughs) And, uh, at least, like, of, like, this style. Like, obviously, they kind of become a different band before Hiatus and then again after. But, like, as far as this record goes, probably my favorite song. Mm Mm-hmm. I think, yeah, this is definitely up there for me. Yeah, I, I'm fully prepared to get into these lyrics and, like, squint at the way it talks about another human being, because I know it's mm-hmm. a breakup song, but, uh, God, no, like, this is this is a song that just makes me want to, like, swing my limbs when I hear it. It's yeah, just, especially, God, the intro just fucking shreds. It shreds top to bottom. It's so good. It's so good. I think all their album closers are pretty fucking good, barring, like, Save Rock and Roll. <laughs> uh... Cause I like, I like every other one that I, I actually, I don't remember how Quirk Tree ends, but I probably like it. I probably like it more than Save Rock and Roll. Anyways, this one's really good. Lots of chugs. I don't, I don't know how to describe what the chorus is doing, but it just is so good. Like the, the, the rhythm and the tone of Patrick's voice and everything else built around it. It's just really good. Um, and then. I think it's the I think it's the bridge where they switch it up to like halftime drums, but Patrick sings the same. I mm-hmm. sucker for I'm a sucker for that effect. It does. It really fucking whips. It, yeah. The description here is interesting because it says that the song represents significant growth for the band because Patrick had to grow into uh, an, a previously untapped vocal range, which I think makes me like it a little more. Mm-hmm. I agree. I. Yeah, I'm on that same page, too, with you, I think, the more I think about it. And uh, I guess, oh, yeah, I forgot that Patrick wrote more lyrics on the first record, because I guess Pete wrote, it says here, Pete contributed lyrics to the second verse. Um, So I'll be sure to be meaner to that one than the first one. But yeah, no, uh, song fucking slaps. It's great. Love it. I would love to hear this shit live, and they'll probably never play it. (laughs) (laughs) I think I've said this before on the show where I think my dream Fallout Boy show would have been touring for Cork Tree, probably. Mm. <laughs> Just like where they're in like small venues, but not too small. I enjoyed when they toured 
save rock and roll. I saw that in an arena, but we had pretty solid seats and it was pretty dope. That's good. I think because the thing is, I'm like, obviously, I want to see him touring for Folly Ado, mm-hmm. but I wonder, like, I, I don't know what kind of venues they were playing then, if they would have been like too too big for my uh my my personal specific taste, which is uh, adequately sized back room of a bar. But I guess I'll read verse one then and get us into the lyrics. Let's fucking do it. says i'm holding out and i'm holding on to every letter and every song i wrote myself out of the day we ever had to meet are you through with me i love this verse and the delivery of it because it's not shitty yet it's coming but it's not it's coming yeah it's like it's 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 very intentionally building groundwork which Mm -hmm. is rare (laughs) that Mm -hmm. these songs do that yep there's something about holding on to every letter and every song that like it, it's like that that line that Fall Out Boy walks sometimes where they the song will be like aggressively about not caring, but the lyrics will also show just how much they super care. Yeah. And I think like I think this particular verse does a really good job of it uh, and of like kind of capturing like that breakup thing of like like the kind of angry of like I'm holding out but I'm holding on. So like, I'm still holding on to you, but also I'm holding out that like, we're done. And then I don't know, just a sentiment of like every letter and every song I'm writing myself out of them. But also like, are you sure you're through with me? Like, I like that it has so much of that just like in the text. Yeah. It's, it's a great depiction of that, like liminal space of a relationship. That's definitely going to end, but you're like dragging your feet. (laughs) Or, like, someone's dragging their feet, or both people are dragging their feet. We're just like, like, ah, oh, I'm, I'm preparing myself to move on, but also I super don't want to, but also mm-hmm. maybe I should, but also I don't know. Like, it's, it's like, yeah, like, the, the writing out of, writing myself out, and then also are you through with me is like, I'm doing the prep work for it, but like, are you sure about this? Yeah. It's good. I like it. Would you like to read the chorus? I would. So. And when it all goes to hell, will you be able to tell me sorry with a straight face? And when it all goes to hell, will you be able to tell me sorry with a straight face? Let's go. And they yell that Let's part. Let's go. They go, yeah. let's go. That's probably Pete. Yeah, I would imagine. I think he's the yeller, generally. Yeah, I think. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if they're like layering of 
more than one boy on it, but uh, there's there's plenty. There's like full on verses that are just Pete. Anyways, yeah, chorus is good. Um, it's it's like again, like I think it's getting to that like maybe maybe I'm assuming that it's getting to that shitty spot just because I I know that it's a Fallout Boy song on this album and it's I mean that's it I've said it all it's a Fallout Boy on this record so like there's like a there's an aggressiveness to it that I and there's something with the language too of like will you be able to tell me sorry that like I think pushes blame inherently on the other party which again I don't think this song ever specifically genders the other party either there's someone that uses language that like alludes but yeah they usually are not super gendered mm-hmm. oh yeah i guess uh i get and the first two has a line that most people would probably read as uh gendering the other party yeah. as a woman um although it it's not exclusive it's but yeah that's the thing it's like well it's it's, it's it's an aggressive breakup song, but the language isn't inherently misogynistic. Yeah, and it's also like it's also less like I hope you fucking die, which is nice. Yeah, yeah, like that. Well, that's the thing too. Like in the in the grand scheme of things, like pushing another person to apologize is probably not that much, like that bad. It's just it's coming out of Patrick's mouth in in mm-hmm. this year, where I'm like, ah, I, that's the thing. I'm like, I spend a lot of this time being like. Is it going to get worse? Am I going to feel bad for liking this song? Because this isn't that bad. Yeah. <sighs> and I'll, uh, yeah, and Patrick's delivery of it is like so good. It's it's incredible. I really, really love early Patrick vocals because like I know they're not as clean, but I like the like kind of roughness of them, even though it sounds real good. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I I think uh, I think I mean, the, it's it's. Partly, like, my favorite albums are Folly Ado and, and probably this for all the other reasons, but definitely, like, my two favorite spots of Patrick's vocal ability is, like, mm-hmm. the the rough around the edges but still really fucking good stuff on this album and the complete mastery over high and low register that he has on Folly Ado. Yeah, I really like early Patrick vocals. I like... I feel like the new stuff, they clean him up a little bit too much. He's a little overproduced. Yeah, I think I, I think I mostly agree with that. There's a few standout tracks. Well, uh, Church is around the corner for us. Spoilers. But that's a song um, that I think I'm, I'm really interested about how they just completely committed to the vocal style he did on that song. I mean, it's still pretty clean. It's like nothing like this, but still, that's a good song. Uh, but yeah, I think he sounds great. I think the chorus is good. Uh, verse two says, I'm all ears and I'm all scars to hear you tell me, quote, boys like you, you try too hard to look not quite as desperate, end quote. I'm hanging on, but I still know the way to make your makeup run. This is where it starts to get a little bad because it's well, like... It's, inter- it's interesting because that's the last new line in the song it's just the chorus and then the bridge and then the outro is more of that it's just the the looping and they shred into eternity and into forever and into the the next dimension of rock and roll but yeah that that's the thing yeah there is like that lyric there at the end yeah just the the there's so much just like spite in this like lyric across Mm -hmm. the board like i feel like it's like perceived spite from the person and then like 
reacting to that really badly. Um, cause like the, to hear the tell you tell me boys like you, you try so too hard to look not quite as desperate. Like that's definitely a dig. And then to respond to that by being like fucking, well, yeah, well I still know how to make you cry. Yeah. And that's, that's, that's the thing. It's like this, this double-edged sword where it's like someone has been awful to me, but you know, there's all this, there, there is uh, some flaws in responding to it with uh, so much like vitriol and spite back. Which I mean, at least it's like, way. at least it feels more like a, I know I could do this versus like, I'm going to do this. But... Yeah. It is, it's, yeah. It's not quite as visceral as some other lines in this record have been. But like that that's the thing. Even like it may, maybe my brain is auto filling context with Pete and other songs. Um, but there is like just still like a strong like undercurrent of cruelty and not that many words. Mm-hmm. That's 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 the whole damn song, but it yeah because the after that's the chorus the bridge changes up the music a little bit, uh it's basically the 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 chorus again. But I'm noticing I don't think I've ever actually heard this in the mix. But apparently in the bridge there's some backing vocals that say "Take this to your grave, I'll take it to mine." I've never noticed that. I'm gonna like listen to that immediately after we're done recording, <laughs> um, because that's cool. Uh, but yeah, and the outro is just uh him saying when it all goes to hell over and over again until it fades out and that's the that's the end of the song that's the end of the record yep it's it's definitely like an interesting knowing that pete wrote the second verse as as opposed to like all of it i think is very telling to different approaches to similar ideas between these two these two boys 
at least at this point, I would call them boys. They are grown ass. Granted, they're grown ass men. At they're 20, adults really, here, but, but they're younger. Yeah, two thousand three. I I think um, it's it's a hell of a banger, mm-hmm. and not much for us to dig into because these verses are short. Yeah, I think that's it. All right, so I got a short one this week. I will pick unless you unless you have a pairing. I'll put something up there on the Spotify playlist. Probably just another fucking banger. Just like yeah, what's just put a, something that shreds on there. T- yeah, just a short and sweet, absolute bop and a half. Yeah, you can find that um Spotify playlist in the show notes, or you can search FOB Cast uh, on Spotify. There'll be something up there next to it. But Caitlin, yes, Joe. Where can people find you on the internet? I am at cgnars on Twitter.com. And at uh, Uppercut Crit, which is a mostly video games, but not entirely, uh, website. Great. You can find me on social media at Ghost of Joe, Ghost of J-O. I make a couple other podcasts that you can all find in the same podcast network as this one. TheOrangeGroves.com, Nervous Rex, my Neon Genesis Evangelion podcast. Uh, I've been re-watching it with my friend mm-hmm. Chris, who's watching it for the first time. We're probably nearing the end of the show by now. End of the, the television show anyway. We we have to do some, some movies and uh some other side stuff that uh we wanted to talk about that Anno directed. But yeah, I am loving our conversations as we're wrapping up the show and uh I'm looking forward to talking about some movies with some guests and also Chris. <laughs> but yeah, that's Nervous Rex. You can find it at theorangecups.com or in your podcast app, you know, like podcasts. Mm-hmm. Oh, also, you can follow this show on Twitter, SWGDPod. Caroline! Yes, I do. Oh, this is more than you bargained for yet? This one was a good bargain. This is a solid, solid deal, I think. Like, could it have been a little bit less expensive? Yes. But I'm not mad about it. I'm satisfied with the purchase. Yes. On that note, uh, we'll be back next Wednesday with another song. And I can't be cheeky about it because I have no fucking clue what it is. Yeah, I have no idea. Bye. Bye. Bye.